Welcome back, y'all know, to Brandon Thought Podcast. One and only, it's just you, every Wednesday, me, every week, and the unknown. Mr. Consistency, baby. Here on Brandon Thought, we say random things. So random. Like, this beat reminds me of laying in bed with an anorexic girl, and I'm playing with a ribs. I would never do that. Oh yeah, that just happened. Let's go. It's that time again. again. Can you afford to spend? spend? You better pay attention. Here's where I begin. It's that podcast that's better than your last. You can't leave me. I'm unleaded. I'm my own gas. The wings I am fly. No shovel, but you dig me. Brandon thought that podcast. I'm petty like Diddy. I'm that N-I-N-J-A. Standing right in front of you. But you cannot see me. Which makes a lot of sense. So much. Cause I'm all in your ears. Better that than in your girl. Cause you do not want those tears. But enough of the bragging. I'm ready to go. Brandon thought the podcast. Let's start the B-R-A-N-D-O-M-T-H-O-U-G-H-T Let's get it! What's going on, y'all? It is your boy, Brandon, and we're back for another episode of Brandon Thought the Podcast. I am hitting you guys up literally four days, five days, five days after my show that went down. And a big thank you to everyone who showed up for the first Brandon's lab. It was fun. It was dope. It was great vibes. People showed up. Room was full. People were laughing. It was a great, great, great night. And I'm not gonna lie, it all came from me. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Now I, I just walked past the venue one day and I said, "Yo, this would be a dope ass place to do a comedy show." And what do you know? Just two years after the fact, bang. Your boy made it happen. And you know, it's weird because in the very beginning, I was pissed off that it didn't go the next following year. But I feel like everything happens for a really, really good reason. I feel like if it happened when it was supposed to happen, it wouldn't have been as dope as it was. I had more experience. I had more life. I had more energy. I had more focus. I had more drive. I had more Brandon to put in the tank. Speaking of tank, the gas out in this country, people be tripping. In the UK, there's currently a gas shortage. Why? Exactly. Some asshole somewhere decided that gas was going to be go out of, I don't know what it is, but they're buying gas like nobody's business. Big old Alton Towers, King's Dominion, Disneyland, theme park line size lines are with cars. It's dumb. Because the irony is, The more you pile up traffic, the more gas you burn for the gas that you're trying to buy. You are burning what you're trying to buy. You are burning what you're trying to buy. It don't make no sense. I cannot lie. You are burning what you're trying to buy. It don't make no sense. I cannot lie. So let me ask you a question. It's simple to me. How you gonna line up for gas, burn it at the same time on these streets? If you wanted to get some gas and you're trying to save some money, why don't you just bring a jug to the gas station, fill it up? I ain't trying to be funny. I'm just using common sense because it doesn't make sense to me. Why would you stay on the car? Why would you stay on the street with a car burning that gasoline? Huh. It don't make sense. It, it really doesn't make sense to me. In no way, shape, or form does that make sense any sense anyway back to the main topic i was talking about big thank you for everyone like everyone enjoyed themselves the acts enjoyed themselves the the audience enjoyed themselves the the bar owner enjoyed themselves enjoyed themselves enjoyed themselves the freaking behind the bar they enjoyed themselves yo everyone enjoyed themselves i was king hospitality that night baby you better recognize when it comes to hospitality you can't touch me 
You cannot touch me. I know what people want to hear. I know what people want to do. I know what people want. I know how they want to be treated. Hospitality, baby. I kill it every time. And I knocked it out of the park. I, I'm going to pat myself on the back. Good job, Brandon. I'm slapping my ass right now because I want to slap my back. I ain't got a shirt. That shit was stink. But, um, yeah, it was a really good show, and I was hella, hella happy about it. Now, Saturday, the aftermath, ha, 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 your boy was tired. Oh, my goodness. Your boy was tired, 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 tired. So tired. Because I didn't get a lot of sleep on the Thursday the night before, and I was just going on fumes for like the whole day. I came home, I got the stuff, I went to the venue, and then I started setting up and I made sure the chairs were the way they wanted to be. Everything was Brandon specific. And that's the reason why the night went so damn well. Let's not bullshit. That was probably one of the rarest occasions where I stuck with my guts from beginning to end. And nothing, not a thing, Held your boy down. Don't get it twisted. Not everything went according to my original plan. But so what? That's life, baby. Not everything goes according to plan in life. If you think everything's going to go according to plan in life, I ain't going to lie. You're losing out. Because some of the funnest times are when things go completely AWOL, wrong, mishaps. That shit be fun. It'd be interesting. It'd be exciting. It makes life, life. If you knew everything you were going to do, then life would be born as shit. So you don't know what's everything that's going to happen, so you can rise to it. Oompa loompa doobity damn, you don't know what's happening, man. Oompa loompa doobity dip, adapt and rise above that shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was a really, really good time. It was a great show. And looking forward to doing the next one. I am. I'm really looking forward to doing the next one. Like, no, legit. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so Saturday, I was super tired. And I was I wanted to go buy some snacks, and I was just taking all day uh, uh, about going to buy the snacks because I was just like I want snacks, but do I really want snacks? It's like I want snacks, but do I really want to take my black ass up? But I didn't, but I did. Uh, and on the way there, I saw the gas thing where all the cars are piled up, and then I saw a bike store, and I was like, you know what? Let me see if they got a bike my size because all this gas bullshit. It's making your boy a little wary. So I saw some bikes that were dope, that was nice, that was my size. And then I saw my baby. I saw my dream. I saw my Nimbus. I saw an electric bike that was made for me. When I say made for me, yo, my feet barely, barely, barely touched the ground. It was dope. I rode it. Down the street, up the street, it turns like a dream. The speed is fantastic. I could literally eat this whole city in about 40 minutes to an hour on that bike because it's just so quick. It's so quick. Like, bruh, I I feel invincible on it. So that's definitely getting purchased. I'm not even gonna lie, I'm not even bullshitting. That bike is getting purchased. And I'm not going to have no dumbass high viz on there. I ain't going to have no dumbass over the top. Come see me lights. Because that's how a cyclist becomes a cadaver. Yes, it is. Because you cannot hit what you cannot see when I'm on the bike. Believe me, I have been riding the bike for a long ass time. And I've never been hit by a car. I have hit a car. Meaning, I am so dope. The only time I had a collision is when I actually wanted to. 
because I was being stupid. But anywho, that was Saturday, and um, the week week went, the week's been going good, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been chilling out a lot. I say chilling out. I've been doing work, you know, editing videos and reformatting, um, reformatting jokes, reformatting show reels. And of course, it's been podcast today. And I've been giving y'all a lot of really weak ass podcasts in the past, which I haven't been happy with. But don't worry, that ends today. No more weak ass podcasts from your boy. Oh no, your boy's gonna give you a nice thick old podcast today. So get ready. But you ain't gonna get it all not yet. You gonna wait a little bit because it's gonna come over anyway. So. Um, so the show happened, your boy's been chilling, your boy's been working, I got shows coming up, I've got shows, ooh, I got shows in different postal codes, postal codes, postal codes, shows, 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 I got different shows, guys, and, um, I mean, I'm like 20 minute sets and shit, like, I'm really, yo, Everything is going really, really good right now. And I don't think it's going good because some random ass occurrence. I'm moving in love, y'all. I'm moving in love, y'all. I said I'm moving in love, y'all. When I say moving in love, I'm talking about I'm operating from a place of love all the damn time. And when there's an individual or where is there a circumstance or is a situation that is trying to impact upon or infringe on my love, yo, I just ignore it. I don't give it energy. Yo, money, sorry, energy is currency. And when you give it to the wrong things, you get a you get a payout. Whether it be good or bad is up to your silly ass or what you invested in. I ain't trying to preach to y'all. I'm just saying, life's going real good right now, goddammit. And not through some fluke, but because of my actions. Because of my actions. And I love it, baby. Um, so yeah. Anywho, so what else has been going on in the world? Oh man, shout out AJ Johnson. AJ Johnson passed away a few weeks ago. Which is really fucked up because I generally liked A.J. Johnson as an actor. He's hilarious as a comedian. And I feel like he was always stuck in this bullshit-ass place because of his loyalty to certain individuals, friends, or whatever. And, of course, you know, work ethic or whatever, that plays a huge part, too. But I feel like dude really got the short end of the stick, especially when it came to Friday. I got no beef with Ice Cube. I want no beef with Ice Cube. I have no type of desire to besmudge his name. I'm saying I don't know why Ezel wasn't in next Friday. That's it. Because that could have changed the whole trajectory of his life. Maybe he would have died sooner. Maybe he would have died later. Who knows? But I do know he would have had some more money in his pocket. And based off what um, A.J. Johnson said in the Vlad TV interview, he got done dirty. He got done dirty. And it was and it's not a good look. So, anyway, shot, rest in peace, A.J. Johnson. Uh, I never got a chance to meet you. I mean, and you know, this is nothing that's freaking scary about what, what age is. I'm getting older, and the people I looked up to are getting older. Like, your boy's going to have to write a bucket list of individuals I want to work with before, you know, their time comes. Because there's a lot of individuals who I didn't just, I wasn't just entertained by, but I am inspired by. And I want to work with these individuals. So, I'm going to make my bucket list and start knocking that motherfucker out. Because at the end of the day, life is long when you don't have anything that you're doing. Life is short when you are reckless. And I'm not either one. So I got a plan. It's fun. It's entertaining. Like, listen, a few weeks ago, I couldn't think ahead of my comedy show. I'm already passing now, baby. I'm thinking four, five, nine months in the future. What's happening in 2022? 
That's what I'm thinking about. So, yeah. Anyway, if you got something that you want to do, do that shit. If you got something you want to say, say that shit. You got something that you've been um, putting to the side, put that shit in front of you. Because you do not know when is your time to go. And that's not me trying to be prolific, prophetic. I'm just saying life is unpredictable, man. That's why you need to enjoy every minute. If I die tomorrow, I got a big-ass smile on my face. Because I've been working that shit that I've enjoyed doing. I've been putting out the... I mean, yo, don't get it twisted. You guys have been getting some piddly-ass podcasts recently. But I enjoy the shit. I enjoy the fuck out the idea. You're going to get a good-ass podcast today. So I enjoy that. But, um, yeah, so shout-out AJ Johnson. Um, on, on the stereo app, when my last podcast I did with Nads, it's, we were discussing, so it was brought up by a, by a listener that we could be shadow banned. And you know what? At a point in time, I would have been like, sort of my feelings about, it. I don't even care. And I don't mean I don't care in a malicious way. It's like, if you want to shadow ban me, shadow ban me. That ain't going to do shit. I'm still going to do my comedy shows. Still going to be funny in my podcast. Still going to have a following. Still going to have people asking me to perform. So, people going to do what they going to do. That don't mean you know never mind. You just stay on your path. Oh, Brandon, stop preaching. Stop goddamn preaching. We're trying to hit a shut. I told you I was going to give you guys some more. Here it is. Your boy on Stereo App talking about the R. Kelly verdict. Enjoy. Alrighty then, what's good y'all? It's your boy and I am talking about a little old current events topic because you know current events is so fun, oh so fun. So we're going to talk about the R. Kelly verdict. Now at the end of the day, we all know R. Kelly is a man who's got a lot of issues, a lot of problems, a lot of um things that he should not be doing. No one is unaware of that. We all know this, R. Kelly got issues. I know it. You know what? The man's <laughs> got some real ass problems. However, my beef has nothing to do with he was convicted. I'm glad. Like, you know what I mean? I'm all down for getting convicted by, a, you know, um, by a panel of peers, blah, 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 all that silly shit. But my thing is like this. R. Kelly shouldn't have been the only one to go to jail. And this is what I don't like about the situation. Everyone now like, oh, R. Kelly's going to jail. We can all go home. Bruh, you think R. Kelly was the one who, like, organized everything? Are you r- word? He wasn't. Yo, why are them parents going to jail, son? Like, on the real. Why are those people who worked for him going to jail? On the real, like, don't get me don't get me wrong. It took a lot of knocking over the head to get R. Kelly to really the place where he is now. It took a lot of knocking. They had to legit go through the whole Surviving R. Kelly documentary, then you had all that interview shit that came up. And then you had Gail, who just made him like a complete other asshole. And I ain't got time for Gail, because Gail, she just wants clicks, ratings, all the rest of that bullshit. But I'm just like, yo, why is it over? Kids are freaking out here on these streets being just straight up victimized on a daily basis. And because R. Kelly went to jail, people want to act like there's been some type of goal. Something's been achieved. Something's been won. Ain't shit been won. Ain't nothing been won. Straight up, R. Kelly is one of many, many, many dudes who is spouting this bullshit, who is doing this bullshit. He's one of many guys. And the thing is, the reason why the dude got caught is because he black. If R. Kelly was a guy who worked for a very reputable company, like, I don't know, the Vatican, wouldn't shit happen to him. But we just live in this trash-ass society where entertainers 
who have this fucked up ass lifestyle, they want to throw the book at entertainers. But politicians, religious members, people just stay silent. They stay quiet. So I'm not jumping for joy about the R. Kelly verdict because it's some old bullshit. If you wanted to really, really make the impact happen, why are you stopping at R. Kelly? Go after R. Kelly. Go after the politicians. Go after everybody. Like, why, why the fuck is this trash-ass situation where one dude gets convicted and then everyone's happy? You know what I mean? Let's hear it from my homie Karen real quick. In a hair, seven seconds, a man said, if R. Kelly was at the Vatican and not black, he wouldn't have got caught. Oh, my Lord. My dog, Karen, I mean, if I'm lying, I'm dying. But I'm just saying, we know, like, Roman Polanski, homeboy, was straight up and down fucking young-ass girls. And what happened to him? He went to France. And France is like, we're not going to extradite him from Maj Baguette. So, fucking, y'all can get the fuck up. We French, son, is what we do. So, it just, it just strikes me funny, bro. It really strikes me funny, man. Another one from Karen. Don't get me wrong. No lies were told when you said that, but... It was a mad first seven seconds to dip up into, I can't lie. <laughs> I'm, yo, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm just really, I'm not in my feelings because, like, like I said, R. Kelly, he is a weird dude. R. Kelly was one of those old dudes who fuck younger girls who make it hard for dudes who are young to have sex with girls their own age because he tried to talk to her. What he offering? A bike ride where she's standing on the back tricks and he's just riding along the street. Maybe some cotton candy. A McDonald's Happy Meal that they got to split. Meanwhile, R. Kelly got calls and jewelry and all this other bullshit. He ain't got a chance. So I ain't got no love for R. Kelly when it comes to the whole female male thing. Because homeboy got he was the guy who was always trying to have his complete and utter advantage. That's what he was trying to do. He wasn't trying to let no one else eat. He was just trying to do all the eating. And it's like, you got problems, R. Kelly. You legit need to be dating some grown-ass women. And this is the wild thing. He didn't want grown-ass women. He legit did not. You, yo, do you have any idea the bodies I would be pulling if I was all motherfucking Kelly who made the remix to Ignition hot and fresh out the kitchen for mama rolling that body had every man in here wishing? Bruh, I, mean, I would be the biggest hoe in Hollywood. I would call it Hollywood by the time I was done. I would be smashing everything. I, every girl that got that vibe, I'd be smashing. Every girl. Like, it, it's wild to me that R. Kelly went on. And the only reason R. Kelly got away with it for as long as he did, and let's be honest, is because we, the black community, we really can be trash with our kids. We can be trash with our children. We can be trash with their development. We can be trash with how we look out for them. The, like, People make it out like R. Kelly was smashing kids' windows out at 2 in the morning, grabbing them out of their bed, kidnapping them, and taking them to his convent. That's what they making R. Kelly seem like he was doing. R. Kelly can't read. He illiterate. Notice, he said, I believe I can fly. Now, I believe I can read. He can't read. He illiterate. So he wasn't the mastermind behind a goddamn thing. He had some, like, so if it was the mafia, he was like the, he was like the godfather, right? And he had his um, consiglieries snatching young hoes for him on a daily basis. That's what happened. And then they'd bring him to the Don R. Kelly, and he was like, I don't know, my buddy's telling me, my man's telling me no, but my buddy, my buddy's saying 
How old is she? What, 16? I can't do 16. No, no, no. You've got to go lower than 16 for R. Kelly. I need at least, there's got to be 12 going on 13. I don't, I, I want to smell the hymen. I want to, <laughs> I don't know why I went into a weird Trumpism type thing, but R. Kelly like girls of hymens. That's what he likes. And he messed up for it. So I say this and I, I just want motherfuckers not to get it twisted. I'm not out here saying that R. Kelly um, is the best motherfucker alive and he got railroaded. No, he got what he deserved. He was doing, yo, how, you, like, if, if I rob a bank and I almost get caught the first time, I'm not robbing a bank for another four or five years. R. Kelly kept almost getting caught. He got caught the, for the first sex tape, almost got caught. Then there was the trial, almost got caught. Then there was that, like, almost got, and he kept on doing it. I'm like, bro, how many times? I would be so frustrated if I was his publicist. Like, how many times, R. Kelly, are you going to keep almost getting caught? One of these days, it's going to stick. One of these days, your album ain't going to save your ass. One of these days, the remix to Ignition ain't going to keep you fresh out the kitchen. It's going to send your ass to jail. You ain't going to be able to be no happy people. You ain't going to do no two-step or nothing. It's just going to be your ass up in jail. We have a um, we have a, a possible co-host. Let's see what this individual has to say. Um, at the end of the day, this is Brandon's podcast, Brandon Thought, and I welcome anyone who wants to speak their piece. However, if you act the fool, I will drop you like it's hot. So let's welcome Sex Talk Radio to the combo. And then she canceled the combo request. I guess she didn't want to get involved. Cool. Anyway. Where was your boy? So now, where we get into? R. Kelly was convicted of racketeering and sex trafficking, which they're trying to make him seem like he was... Set. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on, I got another request. Hold on, I got another request. And it's from Dominique Williams. Let's welcome Dominique Williams to the conversation. Hey, Dominique, how welcome. How, I'm good. How you doing, Dominique? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Dominique. I'm I'm good. Oh, thank you for asking, Dominic. You'd be surprised how many people don't reciprocate that question. They just I'm fine, everything good, and they just run with it. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, Dominic. You know, corporate world teaches you a thing or two here and there. <laughs> I feel that. I, I listen. I, I dance for these white folk when it comes to manners. I will drop the you know hey, how you doing? How's your wife? How how's your wife? How's the kids? How's the weekend? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Really, honestly. But you got yeah. yeah. What you got going on? Well, I ain't gonna lie. I'm talking about the R. Kelly verdict, and I'm hitting it from all angles. I'm hitting it from all angles. And when I say all angles, I'm being real. R. Kelly was not a great man when it came to dating and women. He was a motherfucking predator. Straight up and down. He was a predator. He was not the mastermind behind operation. He was the face, but he was not the mastermind. And we no, got all these people. Wasn't. He's not Thank smart you. enough. He's not smart Yo, enough. This is what I'm saying. He can't read. He's not smart enough at all. He cannot be. He had this was it wasn't orchestrated, but he had a lot of players. He was the orchestra master, you know, telling people not necessarily uh telling people what to do, but telling people what he wanted. There you, you go. Know? And then the the underlings went to go find it. Yeah, they went to go find it and they did it. I highlighted that on um you know, somebody here made a comment as to, you know, the parents. There are a lot of people on social media that are blaming the parents, the parents, the parents, the parents, the parents, the parents, the parents. The parents, the parents. Hold on. Let's stop there. The parents are guilty of just being that. 
parents, bad parents, trash ass parents, non caring parents. Those parents failed their children, especially the fathers that were involved. Like, what kind of what man will allow their daughter, seventeen year old daughter, to go off a forty nine nine year old man? But you know, that's that, right? Um, right. It's his team. His team, people on his team that were on that tour bus with him and Aaliyah actually stated aloud um, on different accounts that they saw the door fly open on that bus and R. Kelly and Aaliyah were having sex. Now, she was a minor. Straight up, and that's some trash behavior. He, he's trash, but I was saying before you joined, he got, a, he got some type of fascination for hymens. He just want them young as possible. He want to smell the remnants of a high. He just got some. He don't like older women. Yeah, well, you know what? He's sick. You also got to mention that. You know, people say that as well. They say he's sick, but they forget the underlying true meaning of sick. Being sick is meaning being of an ailment, uh, whether it be, you know, your leg is broken, you got a cough, you you got flu, whatever. You're just not normal. He is not normal in the head. He is not normal in the mind. You know, there are different events that shaped his life to become who he is. Uh, he needed help a long time ago, long, long, long time ago when they saw him hanging out at the high schools, you know, yep. hanging out and, and recruiting girls. He needed help back then. Maybe he probably could have been put to stop. I don't know how long he had already been doing it by the time he caught up to that one girl who decided to tell and say, you know, he had me recruit. He had me recruit my friends at the school and say, come hang out with us at the school. This is R. Kelly, knowing what he was doing. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That was like a type of like hierarchy pimp. So like, you know how you got the king pimp and then he has like <laughs> lieutenant who goes out and gets new hoes from the street. That, it, it is messed up because R. Kelly really should have just been focusing on his goddamn music. Like that was should have been his main focus. If it was just his music he was known for, one of the best musicians of all time, he would have gone down. No questions asked. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I, I used to say all the time before uh, this happened, well, I mean, before this all came up, was that, you know, R. Kelly is definitely the king of R&B, you know? Easily, easily. He's the king of R&B, I would say, because, you know, he was able to, like, you know, carry on throughout all the eras. For sure. Easily. Like, he's he's been going from the... Well, I, I'll give him mid-80s to late-80s to 90s, because he's been behind the scenes. He hasn't just been in front of the camera doing... You know what I mean? But one of the things I was saying about R. Kelly, he just didn't know when to stop. He almost got caught like six different times. Yeah, you he know, almost he got so so cocky with his shit. He would yep. be like, um, oh, you guys are doing this now? <laughs> you should have did this shit ten years ago. Like, wait, what? Like, okay, somebody told you because, you know, or maybe, you know, you're a grown man. You really, you're not that intelligent, but maybe you came across something such as sort of the statute of limitations or whatnot. Somebody probably right. said, I can't, don't worry about that. You're good. It's this. Oh, no, nope, 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 dude. That, you thought wrong. <laughs> I, I would say R. Kelly is the black community's, the black community's dark non-secret. Because we all knew what he was doing. There was not a single person who was like, I know R. Kelly, no, he don't do number no look. He had he was on a track of Aaliyah called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. He was just digging his hole from the earliest of days. He didn't care. No, absolutely. I don't but you know what? I don't think people knew what was going on on uh um uh, like currently moving uh up until after 
that whole um, that whole trial he had about you know little sex tape and peeing on Sparkle's niece. That Sparkle's niece. That Sparkle's motherfucking yeah. niece. You know. Um, <laughs> so I don't. I didn't know that R. Kelly was you know still messing around with younger girls. I didn't know he had two girlfriends living with him. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know all that shit. You know what I mean? He had one girl. He turned her from a, a girl to a boy. You know, R. Kelly's sick. He got all different kinds of fetishes. He's like a sexual deviant. Like, you know, it's boobies. No, he, he's definitely got a lot of goddamn problems. My, my perspective is, like, when I was growing up, when I was younger, young girls or girls my age always wanted the older guy. They just always wanted the older guy because the thing was he was, air quotes, more mature than guys the girls' age. and not So I from just that basis alone, I'm like, well, if girls naturally want an older guy, and then you got an older guy who's seeking younger girls, he ain't got one. He's got way more than just one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Aaliyah uh, wasn't even the average. Aaliyah was beautiful, too. He didn't just go for He went for beautiful, like, girls. It's like, bro, he, he had a standard, as it were, as weird as it is to say. He like he like petite women. Like I mean, let me yeah. tell you. Let me be real. At first, you know, I, I, I you know, I might have joked. I'm like, man, I'm ready to tell my story. I got daycare fees. You know, shit like that. Making little jokes here and there. Da da da. da. You know, um, and saying some of these women are not victims because some of them are not. Like the radio host chick, bitch. You're like 33 years old. You were just always a fan right. of R. Kelly. You supported right. him through his trials. You would kick anybody out your house and say anything negative about R. Kelly, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, you know this man, you got in, you, you cars passed, and now, now, you're on Lifetime talking about one of the things that he made you do, and you had to run out the house, and you were trying to convince other girls to come with you, like you were some savior or something. Bitch, you're too grown for that. I ain't gonna play with you. <laughs> you know when the story just don't make sense, when it's too many things that line up like that sounds like Jesse Smollett's um, um, Jesse Smollett's story about the whole it's like too many of these things just don't add up <laughs> you got a fucking noose you got bleach um, right and there's like the, the n-word the n-word the n- this is um, the, um, the f-word n-word from empire it's like wait what hold up what nah yeah it's crazy and it used that subway like come on everybody knows any 24 hour subway is kind of sketchy like what neighborhood straight for some reason straight. the 24 hour subway she got a sketchy as fuck <laughs> it's lit it's wild it is like what the fuck are you doing somewhere with nobody just yourself juicy jesse 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 smell it what you doing juicy 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 smell it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit, juicy smole. Oh, but um, yeah, I mean, R. R. Oh. Kelly, he's definitely got his problems. But I got more issues, not just with the parents, not just with the team, but society itself, who seem to be celebrating. I'm like, this ain't a win. This yeah, is yeah. not a win. It's not. It's not. You know, hold that real quick. Since we we talking about society, let's see what uh, our listeners have here to say. Let's All right, cool. Honest. Let's see what Honest got to say. It's about time. But I've got a question for you lot. Hey, hi, hi guys, how you doing? I need to pop in for a minute for your podcast. Once again, it is about time. But my question is, who fault is this that it took so long? Is it our fault, the black community, that we allowed our Kelly to do this this nasty stuff, disgusting stuff, underage, you know what I mean? 
for years and years since the 90s, since Aaliyah, you know what I mean? Whose fault is it? Are we are to blame for allowing him to continue to do it for years and years? What do you think, Dominique? Ah, uh, the riches. The riches, the fame. <laughs> That's what allows a lot of these different things. And um, a lot of people are blinded by that. That's why you can't get lost in the material world and become part of the world. Um, because that's what blinded a lot of people's eyes to this. Like, they knew nobody wanted to speak up, though, until the money dried up. That's when that's yeah. that's when people started coming out, you know? Um, just for example, this is a little not, this is a little off topic, but it's relative to what I mean by people are blinded by money. Look at the death of Michael Jackson. Um, you know, he died at the hands of his personal doctor that would always be giving him the, um, Oh, what is it? Propofol? Propofol, Propofol, yeah. Propofol, yeah. Um, he would just keep giving him that because Michael Jackson wanted it. You know, it would help him sleep or whatever, get him a little chill, whatever. And, I mean, you're my doctor. I'm paying you. I'm telling you. This is what I want. Give it to me. You know, and he probably, he, he went against, you know, practicing what he was supposed to do, which resulted in the end of, you know, the end of Michael Jackson, but it's the money, the fame. Every these people are starstruck for some reason, you know, or they put these celebrities on a higher pedestal than even themselves. That's how and why this continued to go on so long. But somebody also made a. This is another spin on it here now, Brandon. Uh, since you say you hear from every angle, somebody says because it's only black girls. If it were a string of white girls, if this man was playing a uh, pie to pie with. So a line of white girls, he would have been caught up. That's what they say. It's funny that you it's funny that you bring that up. This is very funny and it's amazing that you bring that up. I love that you brought that up. Now he was convicted under the Man Act. <laughs> the Man Act was a law specifically created to throw in jail one man, a black man that was Jack Johnson, the first heavyweight boxing champion. What he would do. Back in those days, you know, white girls shouldn't have been seen with black guys. He would take white girls across state lines and have sex with them and then bring them back home after beating the crap out of white guys in boxing matches. Hmm. So the Man Act hmm. literally says you cannot take a woman across state lines for the, for the purposes of debauchery or prostitution. It's, it's illegal. So if I'm smashing a chick who is out of my city and I drive her to another city, that's against the law, even if she's consenting. Just to smash. Just to, you can't do it. It's against the, it's the, the man act, that law that was passed makes it a crime. So, and that's what they got our Kelly on. So, so yeah, so like flying people out. Right? Yeah, you know, that's driving, illegal. Flying people out, driving, that's uh, essentially, I'm just thinking, I mean, that's that's really <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's funny. Listen, really listen. Crazy. A lot of a lot a lot of a lot of my friends that I know, I was like, yo, y'all may want to calm down because if they're gonna get R. Kelly, because that's notice they didn't get him on child molestation. No, they got him on such a oddly niche crime, racketeering yeah. in sexual trafficking. It's a very yeah, niche is, section yeah. of it. It, it very much so is because racketeering charges are mainly, as we know, related to drugs, you know. 
Yes, yes, exactly. But they got him with the sex trafficking. So my my opinion in regards to who's to blame, I do think the black community holds a piece of the blame. And it's because we got a lot of toxic ways about ourselves in the black community. We don't like to listen to kids when they're voicing opinions. We have a culture where it's do as I say, not as I do. We have a culture where therapy is looked down upon. We have a culture where if we have a family member who's known for those type of proclivities, we'll just say, keep the kids away from him. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really remedy that type of behavior. For, for the most part, we'll talk about black, black people talk about each other when it comes to babies, baby mamas, baby dogs. But when it comes to molesters and people, they keep that pretty in house. Yeah, but you know what? They do. They do. White people do too, though. On some real shit. White, white people, people do. do. White people do. White people do. Like, they just, and the thing is, it doesn't explode over out of like all the secrets in the, like, family, you know, they, they just don't let that come out. So, like, let's say, you know, Ben Affleck or whatever, you know. Yes. Not Ben Affleck. I don't think that's a good example. Fuck. Um, let me see. Oh, poor white dude. Okay. Channing Tatum or something. All right. Gotcha. Let's, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, What's a female on his equivalent level of acting? Let me think. Um, you want to go for, what's her name? The one that does the voice of Meg on Mina, Mila Kunis? Okay, I mean, was she kind of poor growing up? Yeah, I guess she was a little bit, yeah. So let's say, you know, she's big now, whatever. Even if she has some stuff going on in her past like that, like being sexually molested or some shit, or uh, abused by a family member, that, that is not something that they would ever use to come to the light of their stardom. You get what I'm saying? So the thing is, there are black people who are rising up to stardom or just even in their regular everyday life that feel compelled to let that go as a testimony. So it's coming out more that it's seeming to seem like it's more prevalent or prevalent in, in, in the black family or the black community or whatever the case is. But really, it's white people. They do not speak about that type of shit like that. They just do not. It's like the worst thing to them type of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they will hold that. They're... They're not talking about that. No, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I would say that white people, generally worldwide, societally, will keep that in house. But black people, because the because you know society, when they get one whiff of what a black guy does, he's a thug, he's a monster, criminal. All these badass adjectives come out. There was a woman who was just uh, murdered out in the U. Because I live in the UK. There was a woman who was just murdered out in the UK. And when they describe the guy who killed her, they just say man. He still, she's he still re, he still regains his humanity. If he was Muslim, terrorist. If he was black, thug or something to that effect. What I, what I'm saying is they always tend to give these terminologies to people that aren't white. To make them seem less than human, it makes it easier to hate right. them. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so with the R. Kelly thing, like when I, we talk about like the whole black people, like <clears throat> I, I know R. Kelly's family knew what he was doing, but like you said, he was paying for a lot of people's lifestyles. But the moment that moment, so it's, it's messed up to say this, but the moment that money dried up, justice became apparent. Like, hey, it's not right what he's doing to these kids. It ain't right. Yeah. What do you mean you can't pay my rent no more? No, it ain't right what you're doing. I got to tell the police. Right, right. I mean, yeah, like, those women were being paid to keep quiet, too. Like, you know, those women. So they all came together like, oh, we ain't got no more money. And he got these two bitches up here, uh, Jocelyn and, 
Asriel, and they still looking like they doing good, but supposedly he ain't got no money. We ain't getting our check because you know they got around together a bunch of them bitches first. They had yeah. to come together, and, and and that's how that whole that's how that shit went. A lot of them had signed, um, you know, documents on, uh, you know, saying that they're not gonna talk about it no more. Like they're gonna take NDAs, yeah. Yeah, they took a lot of NDAs. A lot of those women did or whatever. And these must be the few that didn't. And just like, nah, you finna pay me. Fuck an NDA. You still gonna pay me. Period. But anyways, um, uh, overall though, with R. Kelly and that black community on whether or not they're fault, you know, his family known as well, his sister did it to him. So you know she's not gonna just like say anything. She's the one who Got this boy sick like this. Been this man, I mean. She, you know, began sexually molesting him from the age of when he was five until he was up to thirteen. Like, you know? Like, bro. The messed up thing about that is that and this is just my opinion, Dominique, and by all means you can call me on it. Like, please feel free. I mean, I I like I like your vibe. You seem very legit with how, with how you roll. Women can't be made into predators. No matter what a woman does, in the eyes of society, she will never be a predator. If she's an older woman on a little small younger boy, yeah. You you don't believe that people would not demonize his sister. The thing is why no she has not been demonized is because the it they're not believing the middle brother. There's a brother in the middle um that is saying he knows that it happened to R. Kelly because it happened to him before it happened to R. he refers to him as Robert, you know. But before yeah. it happened to R. Kelly, he would say that the tendencies were the same. He would be like, you know, my mom went to school and she was away at school for a little bit for a few hours. And then instead of me being able to play outside with my brothers, all of a sudden I got in trouble and had to come inside and stay inside. Um, and then he was just in there with the sister and the sister made him do all kind of nasty shit. He goes into detail or whatever like that. Then he said it was stopped with him and started on to Robert. He all of a sudden had to stay inside while the other two brothers, the one in the middle, and you know, R. Kelly got an older brother that's in jail in prison that was uh, I forgot what his charges were, but he ain't no good dude either. Um, They would be able to go outside. So one day, he said the brothers were all talking. R. Kelly had to have been about 12 or 13 years old. Um, they were never really allowed to go nowhere. As he said, they were growing up. They would always be at the house. And mom only allowed them to go so far or whatever. So he's like, I know R. Kelly never been nowhere, really. But he said, I asked, my older brother asked us or said, y'all still virgins or whatever. He said, he said, R. Kelly pumped up with his chest out proud and was just like, I'm not. He said, well, like a smile. And he was like, He's like, you know, my brother was only maybe like 12 or 13 at the time. I know he hadn't been nowhere or gone anywhere. He don't hang out at the school. He can't because we all be there at the same time. Got to come home and blah, 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 blah. And then he said it just clicked to him, you know, that his sister had been doing them things to him that he had, she had already did to the brother. Well, well, this is this is really interesting because you I would think that she would be in the news a lot more, but she's not. But this sort of goes to my point. Now, when you talk about an older woman, like let's say a teacher, for example, and she has sex with a student who's underage, I've seen so many different articles that give a insight into the life of the woman who did the crime of the teacher. So I read one article. It was like 
Janice was 33 years old, married with two kids. She was battling about depression. And during that time is when the incident occurred. I'm like, hold up. Who gives a shit about her depression? Right. Why are we talking about her depression? You right, think you're right. going to, you think you're going to like hear a guy's story? Well, Jonathan, 44 years old, married three kids. He was going through a bout of blue balls when Cindy came up to him with some big ass tits. No, no one's going to do that. <laughs> no, no one's going to do that. Was, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was a hard time for him and he was going through some things and he cut his pay that week. No, no one cares about these stable circumstances. <laughs> Okay, I get it. I get what you can say. Where where you get that? Where you know, women women aren't looked up as predators. I get I get what you're saying because honestly, true indeed. If if it had been maybe let's say a brother that had been doing that to a sister, he would have been demonized. I guess. Oh, that's it. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, I'm not sure how I'm not sure how old you are, but and I'm not asking. I'm not, that was an official line. But there was a woman called Lorena Bobbitt. Now, Lorena Bobbitt, she chopped off her partner's penis while he was sleeping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Now, now we still talk about O.J. Simpson being, you know, bad for, you know, he he killed his wife. Let's be honest. He did kill Nicole. But I'm saying you chopped off a guy's penis. You should be in the history books for most messed up motherfucker on the planet. Or, or... Or he had his son do it, but hey, you know what? Anyways, right, yeah, right, uh, right. I feel you. I feel you. I feel one way or the other. OJ, it's it was done by OJ. It was done by OJ yeah, and yeah, or OJ's yeah. will. But um, but yeah, I but mean, like what I'm saying, his, she cut off his piece. I mean, oh, and I he was just sleeping, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we could talk uh, about it in like terms of oh, well, Brandon cutting off your dick ain't the same as getting killed. Shit. I mean, yeah, if I woke up without my dick one day, Dominic, I ain't gonna lie. Life is gonna be hard to continue if it's not right next to me. I can't look. Women, women are have a hard time with uh, mastectomies or what is that? Yeah, shit. I think I'm. Vasectomy, right. vasectomy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, vasectomy. the women when they no women when they have to cut off their breasts. Um, oh, mascot. Yeah, mascotomy or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They have to do that. So you know they have a hard time. They struggle with that. And, you know. I I can only imagine a piece. Now, this is a sexual organ. Like, right? So they ain't moving really on sexual organs, me? But, uh, yeah, you pee out of there. You want to use a bat. Your life is forever. Just kill me now, Doc. I hope I bled out. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm like, like I'm like, Brad. You want to go to work for what, man? To, to, to live. Who's living? This ain't no life. I reach between my legs. I just grab air. This ain't no way to live. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be I'm, crazy, yeah. yo. Yeah, she's straight chopped up. But but yeah, but but like but going going back to the whole R. Kelly thing, I just want more people who was involved to go because it just seems like the people who were really orchestrated were rewarded with their freedom while R. Kelly R. Kelly's going to because he's a bigger name. He's a bigger fish. Yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, so a lot of people, you know, have a stance on that, but you know, the way I look at it is like, look, yeah, they all played a part. But if they could have charged them, they would have, I feel like. You know, I, I, I believe maybe they didn't charge them due to their full cooperation to, you know, receive everything that they could charge, you know, or Kelly because he's really a true monster. Yes, they played a part. They played a role. They are evil. They're going to pay for their sin in another way. Everybody don't got to go to jail for what they do. You know what I'm saying? They're going to pay for that shit in another way. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like that. I really feel like that. Because I truly do, in, indeed... You know, R. Kelly's really the monster, to be real. 
you know, he's the one who did that shit to them girls. Some of them girls said, I won't, I won't even ever repeat some of the things he made us do, made us do to each other, made us do to him, made him allow him to do to us. Okay. I, I know you said R. Kelly. No, I'm sorry. Keep going. Please keep going. I, I know you saw the tape R. Kelly when he had the, the Spanish chick. She was a little bit older. She wasn't unaged at the time. I think she was like 18 or something. Just barely, you know, over grace, 18, 19. Had her in the damn computer chair, spinning around, facing her booty like four inches deep in that hole. Like, what's going on, R. Kelly? Like, he was just doing the most, like, doing shit like that. He was just doing some nasty shit, right? I've seen two of R. Kelly's sex tapes, and you, and then that, that, that other one, you know, when he had his hair in, like, little twists, they were short, though, like, the ones that he used to wear, the, not, they weren't twists, but they were, like, uh, they were, like, wicks coming up at the top of yeah. his head. <laughs> no, listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in any way, shape, or form giving R. Kelly a pass. R. Kelly's messed up. He twisted. He's one of those dudes who didn't know how to tell his dick no. Like, at a certain time, he need to tell your dick no. This this ain't right. If you let your dick run shop, you'll let any and everything turn you on. You'll let women turn you on. Absolutely. Absolutely. He had a huge problem. He is a sexual deviant with loads of money. And a sexual deviant with loads of money is going to do what a sexual deviant with loads of money can do by all the sex they can buy, do all the sex they can do, and be just as freaky and as nasty as their money will allow them to go. I know regular people who act all freaky and nasty and there go you to go. super long lens for free. <laughs> there you go. what they like to do. <laughs> Me, my, my thing is, when it comes down to the get down, as long as everybody's on the same page, it's all good. R. Kelly clearly does not want everyone to be on the same page. He has a power fetish. Legit power fetish. He wants to be in control. He wants to be the guy who's doing the. He wants to be the lead. He wants to make sure that his um, appetite is being satiated. And the weird, the rest of the thing about this, you know, I, I'll be real with you. People don't tell you this. When the guy has a dick, the more that he feeds into that shit, the worse it becomes. It starts off with you watching porn. Then you're watching porn of two girls. Then you're watching three girls. Then you're like, you know what? Maybe I want some bestiality. And you know, it just, you keep digging and becoming more and more deviant to the point where you're just into some weird. Like he couldn't have just stopped that vagina. No, that's too boring for Kelly. <laughs> he couldn't stop a vagina. He he could have went to anal. Okay, well anal. Then that's too boring for R. Kelly. Hey, you know what? I'm a foot job. No, that's too boring. Foot jobs are too boring for R. Kelly. I know. I'm a piss on a girl. Wait, what? Where's the gratification of pissing on her? Like, that's disgusting. I don't even think that was his first time doing that. was just his first time getting caught on camera. For sure, for sure. And and, and also, and I was about to say, if you know without a shadow of a doubt you doing something wrong, firstly, (laughs) don't repeat it. Secondly, why are you making documented footage of your crime? Like, damn, you nasty bastard. This is why I'm saying he wasn't the mastermind. He has sense. Who's taking selfies at a bank robbery? Tell me. Right, right, right. Like, the, the, he, he was not a sensible man. He was a very stupid man who very made very stupid choices, who made a lot of stupid money, and he was able to um, finance his lifestyle for a very long time. 
But now it's all over, and he's going down in like Bill Cosby. I had empathy for Bill Cosby on certain levels because, yeah, he did very fucked up shit. However, he did it during a time where it was acceptable. And I don't mean drug women. I mean like he would have quaaludes on his living or living room table like there was candy corn. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck does that? Yeah. Who just has yeah. quaaludes out? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I tell you. My thing is, I mean, but yeah, I, I know why you say you have sympathy. I had sympathy for him too because it was just like, man, he's gonna be like, well, uh, he invited me up to his hotel room to do some business, so I decided to go. And I'm not saying what he did was wrong, you know, I'm right? Not what he did was right. What is this right? Yeah. I'm not saying that, but um, it was just like, bitch, what business you gonna be doing in the hotel room? Like, stop it. I know. With a married man at two in the morning. Yeah, what kind of business you doing? <laughs> right. What kind of business were you doing? So it would be like, okay, you know, he was trying to move up in that thing, and you probably really weren't having it. He probably like, man, drink up, loosen up, or <laughs> some shit. Like, yeah. Like, you came up here. I'm gonna fuck. Like, I'm sorry, that's a nigga, that's a nigga shit. That's how niggas be. <laughs> yes, it is. That's a that's a, that that is like the OG nigga move. Just like, girl, you look tense. You want something to drink? Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't drink it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. There was one time um I was working at a retail job, right? And I was really, you know, I was friendly with the customers because I wanted them to come back or whatever. Now there was one dude who was very friendly. And very familiar with me. Sometimes a little too familiar. And I felt a little yeah, uncomfortable. Because yeah. he was a big muscular dude. And I was like, oh, this is, a, this is a little bit weird. And then when they said, hey, man, me, you should go hang out, man. What are you doing this weekend? I thought, nope. Right. Nope. Right. Because if we got in a fight, I don't think I could take him outright. And the last right. thing I want to do is give him the booty as victory for beat to me. No, I don't want to do it. Right, right, right. See, you already know the little, the little, you already know. Yeah, I wouldn't even put myself in a situation. Weird. These niggas is weird, yeah. yo. You already know. These niggas is niggas is weird. These niggas is weird. You know what I'm and, and, and because you, you don't know. Me. Right? Yeah. You can't fucking with me. Why did you come fucking with me? For what? What I do to you? <laughs> no, for sure. Like, yeah, it's predators. That's what it is, you know? A fucking predator. That's that's what that person is. And, and and this is and the the one thing I hope comes from this R. Kelly conviction is that we look at predatory behavior and predatory situations. If you got a 14-year-old girl with a 26-year-old guy, that's a predatory situation. I'm not saying he's a predator, but I'm saying she's in a situation where predatory behavior can transpire. Put another adult in that room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not right. probably not another goddamn man. Put a woman in there. Right, right, right. Absolutely. You know, especially like, in uncontrolled situations like that. Oh, like, hell you know, yeah. The music industry where there's alcohol and liquor, where your age does not matter in this industry because it's a grown-up industry. To be a child, you're supposedly privileged. So imagine the people you're around or your child is going to be around. Yeah, legit. And, and, and I want crimes to be admitted. Um, I want crimes to be... Um, I want crimes to be reported as soon as they're done. Like, if there is a girl who was in a recording studio with a bunch of grown-ass, old-ass men all night, some shit went down. If I, I know it sounds bad, but if the parents of a young girl gets 50 Gs randomly one night in their bank account, flag that shit. Flag it. 
Just, just flag it. Because there's something a little bit weird about this. this. This dude has been working the same job in the steel mill for 45 years, making the same pen, and one day he gets 50 Gs, send the police to his house and talk to his okay. daughter. Like, because no. something may have gone down. No, seriously. But you know what, though? That shit is going to get flagged, you know? I mean, it might take a little longer to come up, but, you know, Biden, um, the administration is trying to push through with the, you know, the $600 documentation of accounts that's being, you know, pulled in or pulled out. Of all right. Accounts, you know, so that, then also the iPhone, like, you start looking up, you got, like, porn on your phone, like, child porn and shit, that shit gonna alert iPhone, like, Apple or whatever, like, that Apple team, I guess they working with, like, FBI and shit or whoever, they working with the feds, that's all I know. You know, as, as long as it's just yeah, as long as it's just child pornography, I'm cool. Cause I ain't gonna stunt. I don't put a pass a motherfucker to look at all of your shit. Man, I'm, that's what I'm saying they're gonna do. But supposedly they have some sort of algorithm that is able to just, um, you know, that's able to just pinpoint like children, like faces and stuff like that. You know, you know how like face recognition, that type of deal, whatever. But you still gotta scan through all the shit I already got. Like, listen, I ain't gonna stunt. I'm gonna start to tell girls, listen, you need to old up a little bit. What you talking about? You need to old up. You're looking too young. You're looking too young in the face, and I got pictures <laughs> of you on my phone, and I ain't trying to have no algorithms scan my phone because you want to look fucking 14 for the rest of your goddamn life. Old up, bitch. Get some wrinkles. Get some wrinkles on your face. Stop looking so youthful. That flag don't crack. Yeah, like, you, like, I'm telling you, you need to start to crack. You need to start to crack because, <laughs> because that algorithm wouldn't catch white faces. Because listen, I know it sounds bad, but white women in their thirties, I don't know what they go through from twenty to twenty nine. Well, oh my goodness, some of them be looking bad. Man, shit, they be going through a lot. Them bitches be wanting to be motherfucking homemakers, and the ones that ain't homemakers want to be slutted out all the way up until they thirties. Then talking about they want to get married, I be like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, no. Somebody want to settle it, down and then they start having babies and shit. Be look, you know, some of them be looking super haggard. I'm like, how are you the same age as me? You look like oh. my mama's mama. How? They partying. Their skin can't handle that shit. They bodies can't handle that shit. The smoke make their skin leathery and all drawn. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. Alcohol makes them look sunken in. They just be looking bad. They be having them bar circles. Like, them, them bitches that be looking hard, like the, the, the twins, them Olsen twins. Ooh, you know oh, my God. Yo, they look like mini Grim Reapers. Both of them look like mini Grim Reapers. The, the face is all sunken in, gaunt as fuck, eyes all sunken. It's just like, bro, you need sleep. Like, uh, you need a decade worth of sleep. Sleep, motherfucker. You need an IV with food, with eyes with nutrition. All the time. Because, and bitch, you, uh, them, them, right there, sleep, sleep. Some niggas, yeah, they, look, they need more than that. They look bad. They, they, look, they, look, they, look, they look really, really bad. Then you look on the other hand, Mary J. Blige still look amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R. Kelly, very yeah. good. J. Blige, I, I wonder what she has to say about this. I'm, she's worked the uh, R. Kelly before, huh? Yeah, of course. True, true. I, I was going to say, you know one girl, one girl who I think is attractive but makes me uncomfortable because her face is still young? Kyla Pratt. Oh, shit, Kyla Pratt. I feel you uncomfortable sometimes. Like, she's fine, but bro, that face is still young, man. You know what will make her probably look older? She need to let that little mustache that she got grow out a little bit more. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
I wouldn't even have spotted that. I would never have spotted that. Yeah. Girl, stop waxing that. It gives you AIDS, baby. Go ahead and use it. Give you some wisdom. Show them whiskers off, girl. <laughs> I, I, I can only look at pictures of her from the neck up because she's had kids, so she got like breast breasts. I'm like, oh, this is all confusing me. This is all confusing everything about me. No, they ain't perky, but they're big. Like the the bra will hold them for the time being, and it gives yeah. them that shape. Even if it's just bra supported shape, it's I'm like that face is like, can I get flaccid or do I get hard? Or am I hard flaccid? Am I flawed flaccid? Flawed sit? I don't know what to do. Just I'm confused. Right, 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 right. Just all confused, but um, I, 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 this is gonna be weird. But I think I could wheedle. I think I could wheedle out R. Kelly type men in the future. I have a method how to wheedle out R. Kelly type men. There's a movie on Netflix called Cuties. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I think I have, but I don't think I watched it. Okay, thank God. It is one of the most uncomfortable movies your boy's ever seen in his life. It's called Cuties. So Cuties is like this. It's these um, Senegalese family, a mother, daughter, and two sons. Well, one of the sons is an infant, right? So they moved to France from Congo. One of the girl, the girl, the main girl, Amy, she's struggling to find her place in, in the world as a woman. And she keeps looking at other women around her, older women, aunties, whatever, and their religion is Islam. Now, yeah. she thinks that she's inadequate because she ain't got the body types of the aunties and her mama and all the rest of that. So she's trying to assert her femininity and her sexuality at the age of 11 years old. What? And the movie's all about that. So it gets to points where she's like dancing, mimicking and modeling things she sees in rappers' videos, grinding against the ground, splashing her hand against the ground while grinding against. I was so uncomfortable. I fast forwarded the movie at least four to nine times because I couldn't, I just couldn't watch it. It just made me uncomfortable. If a motherfucker can watch Cuties and not flinch, send him to jail or put him on a list. <laughs> put him on a list. Put him on a list. Put them on a list. You like if you ever get a chance. I, I'm, I'm thinking is I'm not even telling you to watch the whole thing. Watch cuties until you get uncomfortable. You'll see what I mean. It is one of the most uncomfortable. And there's one scene in the movie where her um, she stole her cousin's phone, and the cousin found out about it. And when he called her up on it, she tried to seduce him by like trying to take her clothes off, and, and he pushed her against the wall. Like, what are you doing? You don't do that. What's wrong with you? And then when he went to go tell her mom, it gets worse. When he went to go tell her mom, she ran inside the bathroom with his phone, took a picture of her coochie, and uploaded it to social media. What? What the fuck? Who All, made that movie? The woman who made it got grilled a lot, believe me, because it was just like, what the fuck is this trash? What are you showing? But I'm saying, if you can watch that movie, Cuties, and you don't flinch, you need to be on the list. You need to be on the list. Put them on the list. list. Put them on a list. Put them on a list. But but yeah, I mean, and I, and I'll I'll go a step further. And a lot of a lot of people don't want to hear this shit, but I'll go a step further. We need to talk and analyze to these R. Kelly type dudes because we need to find them out. Because I believe that it's not just one day you wake up. I want to fuck young bitches. No, I believe that some of these dudes are wired differently, but they can't talk to nobody about it. 
Because the moment they say, I got this really weird suspicion, I just want to have sex with a kid, it's over. These dudes need to have a safe space so they could talk to someone to get that shit unwired out of themselves. Correct. Man, that shit is... Yeah, sorry, that that's weird. That's wild because it's weird. It is weird. I I had a friend, you know, back when she was in high school. There was this guy, you know, some mixed, you know, uh, Puerto Rican and black dude. You know, let's call him Chance. You know, he had a name that started with a C, but uh, let's call him Chance. And he had dreads. This is in Miami now. I grew up in Miami. Um, All right. Yeah, yeah, he had dreads. Yeah, he had a nice little web car, I believe at the time it was an Impala, whatever. Um, he dressed, always wears two, you know, Nike sets, his twin forces, and, you know, he had a mustache. Mind you, he's a little older. He's maybe like 22, I think. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. my friend and him crossed paths, and her group of friends, like, that was a thing. He would always be out by the high school, after school, just out there. Talking to the young girls, not like as soon as school let out, kind of a little bit, maybe like 30, 40 minutes at the school done let out, you know. I feel you. So we're talking like 4.35 o'clock, Topper. Yeah, you know, people just straggling around, you know what I'm saying? Not really doing much. So she started telling me about the guy or whatever, and I'm like, okay. But I just couldn't get over the fact that she just keeps saying how old he is. And I was just like, but what is he doing out there, though? Was he picking up like a niece or no, a little sister or something? No. Well, why is he out there? I, girl, he just be out there talking and shit. And I'm like, okay. Because me, I never really liked young guys. I mean, older guys. I never liked older men or whatever like that. Like, just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. my thing. So, anyways, um, somehow, you know, my friend ended up really more than just crossing paths with him. They crossed souls. You get what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. They smashed. <laughs> Right, so, uh, and it was just like, they only did it like maybe like one or two times. She was like, that was her second after her first, you know, and I don't know what made her do this shit then again. Then it's just like, oh no, he started playing her. He played the shit out of her because he had, a, he actually had a bitch and some kids. You know? Oh, that's how it goes. And it was just crazy though because I was just like, in my head, all I could be thinking was, he had no business fucking with her. Like, forget my None. friend. She's young and she's middle-aged. She was like 16 at the time. I want to say, I don't even think we were 17, like 16, maybe on the verge of 17, not even just there yet, though. And I'm just like, he had no business fucking with her. Like, he's 22, and I'm like, he even 20. He was like 21, 22. So that's how old Chance was. And it's just like, that's predatory behavior. That's what, you know, our kids. There you go. Of like, course. Why are, you, why are you hanging around, surfing around the high schools? What the fuck? Like, you know, you're an older man. There are women that is the notion, that is the, you know, the said, you know, the, that's, you know, that's the image that younger girls like older men because they're established, they have more money, they're more mature, they whatever. There you go. And, you know, he's a grown man. He's not coming out of the house with a wrinkly shirt on and mismatched clothes and looking all right. He's gonna have a fresh cut, ain't nothing but fifteen bucks back then. He's gonna have on a fresh pair of forces, a two piece outfit, and he got a car. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they ain't naturally attracted to that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And, you know, so he know that they're gonna come easy. He don't even gotta work hard for them. So you know what it is? 
that's what the predatory behavior is. They don't want to have to work hard for the prey. Like you, uh, I'm, I had a talk with a friend earlier that say, you know, the weak get preyed on. So that's what a predator. That's what a predator is. They not going after the strong chick who gonna hot start hollering and yelling. Oh, R. Kelly. Uh, he was over here munching on my nana. <laughs> right. They be bragging and laughing and clapping. They would have been punking him. They would have been like, yeah, I'm going to give you some, but let me get some money for his daddy. Come on. Give me some money for his daddy. And then they go buy some shit. Like, yeah, I'm going to talk to you a little bit. Let me get some of this. They would be milking the shit out of him financially before he got any of the kitty cat. Right. And if he tried to play them, he's not. He, you Like you said, R. Kelly has a type. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to fuck with the strong. He's fucking with the weak. He's going to prey on the weak. You know, he's going to talk to you, fill you out, see what he can do and see how far he can go. Um... You know, a, a chick with a loud mouth that's going to end up telling on you and saying, I'm 17 years old and R. Kelly was munching on my nana. You know what I'm saying? To get a girl like that, while you're talking to her, she's giving you attitude already. Like, snappy with you like you. Yeah, mama, I want to, you know, come on, come over here. Come over here for what? What I'm, com- what I'm coming over here for? Robert Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw the hands when you said Robert <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Right, like, you know, might end up doing something with you, but gonna give you a little time, a hard time, but if she felt violated at the end and she's telling you this and a darn, her feelings are still hurt, may not even be money. Like, don't type, some of those, a lot of those type of women are motivated by feelings. So you can't really control them. You know what I'm saying? You can't really prey on them because you can get them X amount of money and pay them out and you still not getting them the attention they want or whatever the case is, and they gonna let it out due to feelings. Like those, they those women are like the loud mouth, snappy, too snappy. Don't not saying you can't be snappy woman. You can be snappy one, but I'm talking about too snappy, too loud, too too much everything, just too much. Ratchet, being ratchet, being ratchet, just being <laughs> ratchet. Like if if you right. ratchet, that's not yeah. R. Kelly didn't mess with no one ratchet. He messed with the meek. And I say he messed with the meek. He gave he his with and the you know meek because they weak. Yes, you. Yeah, there you go. Weak. He very had messed around with the motherfucking meat. Yes, he did. I mean, I, I mean, I would have to, I would have had to been like, if R, if I was working for like some type of dude who I really respected, let's say it was R. Kelly, for example. I really respect R. Kelly. He's a legend in the music game. And he like, hey, Brandon, I want you to find me some girls. Yo, because that's not, that's sort of casual. Like, dude, like, yo, pick yeah. up some girls. Yeah, sure, sure. All right, Kelly. What, like, you, like, like a pizza order. All right, what kind of girl you want, Kelly? Uh, can you make sure she's young? All right, cool, man. I got you. Was it 22? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Make a little bit younger. Oh, 20. I feel you. Nah. I'm not a little bit younger. 19 and three quarters? Nigga, what you are? Now she do a little younger. No, dog, I can't do no more younger. What the fuck you mean? Like, okay, all right, cool. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's just like, once he gives the order of the type of chick he wants, I would have like, yo, I ain't gonna lie, bro. It sounds like you want me to get a schoolgirl. No, I ain't say that. I ain't saying I want a schoolgirl. But I'm saying, like, make sure she ain't an old girl, you know? Like, if she has school books, I wouldn't be mad at that. Like, we can help with the homework, you know, homework club. We can do, we can do a homework club. We can have an R. Kelly homework club. Bring him down. We can have a homework club. Like, yo, Robert, what's up with you, dog? Like, I got some, I got some thoroughbreds in my stable, bro. Like, listen, this chick here, Tina, yo, she 29 years old. She, ew, what I want a grandmama for? Robert, 29 is not a goddamn grandmother, Robert. What's wrong with you, bro? Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like that dude should have been the first to blow the whistle. Oh, man, for real. 
that was the one. That was the one right there, yo. Because he probably be like, yo, where should I find these girls? The mall. Yeah. The mall, the mall, the mall. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Try <laughs> to go to the mall, or maybe maybe after school, maybe around three three twenty five. 3.45 time, you can go to school around right there. I ain't going to no motherfucking school around 3.45. What's wrong with you, man? Hey, I'll tell you what. You give me one around the right age, I'll give you extra 30 Gs. Did you want one or two? Because I'm just trying to make sure I how, how much how much do you want? I'm just saying because I want to do the best job I can. I, I know I ain't shit. But, like, it just seems like. This could have been stopped so much earlier. Yeah, and then you know what? Like you said, they had to train. So you feel me? He had his little head commander in charge. That was the guy he was giving the order to. And then, you know, he had his pimpettes. And then the pimpettes, you know. I mean, yeah. pimpettes, his, pimp, his little bitches, his hoes. And then you have yep. like a pipette. That's like your down bitch. Them the who the little hoes really got to listen to. Kind of whatever the down bitch say. She's still a hoe too. But, because, you know, you done smashed and you done, you know, sent her out for cash. You know, made her sell that ass. There you go. You know, there you go. She, she's only special because when she's pregnant, she ain't got to sell ass. The rest of y'all bitches do, pregnant or not. You know, that's the only right. thing that makes her special. Other than that, she's still a hoe. So, anyways, um, that's what happened. That Maybe they're, they're, they're younger, they're little girls, so I ain't gonna call them cold and a fucking down bitch or nothing like that, but that was the line of which they had, you know, he had that one top chick. So there you go. Telling her friends, because he brought her in, he made about one or two girls in, like you said, and said, alright, y'all like coming here, right? Yeah, right? You know, it's cool, right? That's how Kelly is cool. You had a good time. You guys feel fine. All right, we gonna up the party. We gonna have a party here tomorrow. Come bring some of your friends. You know what I'm saying? It just went on from there. Had them bitches recruiting, bringing new girls in and all that. You know what? It sounds like the most messed up pyramid scheme. He's like, okay, you don't want to have sex with me. It's all right, cool. Bring one of your girlfriends around. I tell you what, if she cute, I'll give you an extra five Gs on top of that. Ooh, Robert, you so nice. I'm going to bring all my homegirls. It was like, you, you know, like the Girl Scouts? Like, they had the scout leader. Okay, we need to meet our quota. I need more hoes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I need 15 more new girls. So whoever bring me the most hoes can get... A night away from me. Oh my goodness! I want a night away from R. Kelly. He be pissing on us. That should be stinking. Like I could see him literally be having like a camp. Yes, yes. Because there are. I'm pretty sure some of the girls were like, "Nah, I want to have sex with you. I'm good." But yeah, girl, she said that she did have sex with him, and she said the next time, you know, after she invited some girls there, she had walked, I guess, to the bathroom or into the room or something when she wasn't supposed to. Like I guess, and she seen. R. Kelly doing things to her friend, like, or, or I don't know if it was her friend or it was just a girl she brought. I can't remember. I think it was a friend. Yeah, because at first she brought her friends. And he, she was like, I think I think she was like, you was having sex with her. I'm not having sex with her. You're telling these people that you were like 15, 14, type shit around the time you were 16. Like, you bringing mm-hmm. girls in the school. Like, what the fuck you mean? You see him having sex with your friend. What? R. Kelly. But the girl wasn't in the video. She wasn't in the the, the, the lifetime documentary or anything like that. Not the friend, but that was her friend speaking on the account. And I'm just of course. like, man. And he, she was like, it was so sick because he would have the girls lined up. Sometimes he would have them lined up, walk around with no pants on, or like, you know, just kind of waiting to be the next one to go in the room to see him. And I'm just like. R. Kelly's next top victim. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. my goodness. He, he was the tyrant, just like when one chick didn't do right. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> we were rooting for you. I don't think I was ever rooting for that nigga before after that shit came out with him. But I knew, everybody knew it was him. It's like, how do you fuck you get off? Like, it's because they, the family sparkles needs to go pay out and all that. And, and nobody wanted And, and that's the thing. And like, let, let's be real. R. Kelly was already convicted in the court of public opinion way before this trial ever happened. Absolutely. You know, Chicago, Chicago, they have been ruined against R. Kelly for a long time, to be honest with you. They are the ones that first started the whole Me Too bullshit or whatever, or the chapter out there, or whatever that shit is. You know, some of that shit, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, it's a good thing, but some of that shit. No, but I feel you, I feel you. Yeah, so, um, you know, they've been fighting against R. Kelly for a long time, a long, long, long time, a while now, you know what I'm saying? Um, there are people that have been speaking out against him, you know, throughout, you know, media and, 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 and one uh little person highlighting all the instances of people um somebody will mention or be shady towards R. Kelly or whatever like that. And I'm like, I never picked up on that shit. Never caught that, never caught that. Oh wow, you know. So even Well, but let's be real, it never got it never got the news, it never got hit the news. The news never pushed those stories at the time when they could have, when they should have. They never pushed those stories. Right, right. Because even the music industry, they knew. He was already convicted in their eyes, too. That's what I'm talking about with the shady comments and the this and the that. But uh, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, wow. You know, like, damn. Like, I can't believe y'all just ain't, like, out him then. Like, if y'all already knew. If everybody already knew, what what was the big deal? Like, he could have went away to jail. Boom. A lot sooner. But, yeah, what? It was the money. It was, it was the money. It was. It all comes down to the money. There were NDAs. There were payoffs. There was money involved. And and this is why I'm so like, yeah, R. Kelly, cool. He ain't shit. But there are many people who ain't shit. But their loyalty or their justice was bought. It yeah. was bought. Like you know, with the whole yeah. I wonder if he's gonna do his whole term, his whole sentence, whatever he's sentenced to. I wonder if he's or he's gonna try to take himself out. Like I wonder, are we gonna hear Bar Kelly commit himself in prison? No, no, see, no. This is this is my thing. The way I'm talking right now about R. Kelly is the way I'll be talking if that happens. I will literally bite a hole through my tongue if these motherfuckers, oh, R. Kelly was the best artist in the world. We love him so much. Y'all can suck a dick. Y'all flip floppy motherfuckers. Yeah. Because you always want to talk good about somebody when they did. Yeah. I would never I would be the same person I am now. I'd be like, I separate there you the go. From the, I separate the art from the artist. You know, he was a terrible man, terrible, terrible, sick man who should have got help and been put away a long time. But his music, yeah, his music is great. I mean, you got to play that history or you ain't playing that line. Yo, if Remix to Ignition come on, I'm dancing. I don't give a shit. I'll be the only one dancing. I'll be dancing. I don't give a fuck. I love that song. When the music come on, yes. I don't really go out my way to go play R. Kelly. You feel me? But when, right, I, but if it comes the on. Day, the other day I did. The other day I did. I was um, listening. I had play, uh, put in Forever. Um, and it was another one. R. Kelly has made some beautiful music, to be honest with you. He has, he has. Beautiful music. Um, it's just... Fucking sick as shit. I mean, everybody still listens to Chris Brown. He beat the fuck out of Rihanna. I mean, word, word. And the thing is, we don't know what was said, and no one cares because at the end of the day, his actions were deplorable. Yeah, I mean, shit. You just don't beat the shit out of somebody like that. 
For real. Let's see what uh, let's see what people are saying here. All right, we got E B. Let's see what E B got to say. Man, I don't know why I couldn't do what that one dude did. When he found out all the rumors was uh, coming about him, and nigga packed up he saw all his mansion, all his money, and uh, moved to uh to uh, the Middle East. I don't know why Arkelly did that. He had the money to do it. I don't know why he didn't do it. I don't think R. Kelly would have got the country. I don't think if R. Kelly would have got the country. He man, they would have killed him out there in that country. You know, fuck money, fuck status. You know, they would have killed him. He can't do that in the Middle East. Nah, he, yeah, he they would have really he fucked might, him up. Yeah, he's not one of the, he's not one of them. He's not he's not one of them. Maybe if he was one of them, they can overlook it. But you know, they try to prosecute us at a real high level and like. Foreign countries like Sweden and Germany, yeah. wherever we're at, like in the Middle East. I can only imagine what what Dubai. What do you mean, like referring to like Dubai or something? I mean, or like Iraq or Afghanistan. I know not there. Cause nobody fucking was there. Um. Um. But I mean, uh, he's R. Kelly. If he was Rajiz Kelly, then maybe he'd get away with it. But he's Robert Kelly. He ain't getting away with that type of bullshit. Right. Yeah, Saudi, you know, Persia, none of them places, none of those places are gonna let that shit. Nah. Hell nah. He, yeah, nah. he's not gonna. He, he's not gonna leave because he needs his taste. I get what you're saying though, Eb, because like, if you felt all that shit was closing in on you, or you feel like your money was gonna dry, you should have took what you had left and just leave. But his his thirst, his thirst for per se. <laughs> he didn't catch. He did not take the hint. Like out of all the times he was on, listen. Let's say me, Brandon, as I am now. If they had a documentary that came out on Netflix, fuck it. If it came on Amazon Prime, no. If it came out on PBS, public broadcasting system, it, and I don't know if that's like anymore, and it said, surviving Brandon, I am moving countries. The moment that comes out, I'm moving, because I don't know what the fuck this is going to be about, but I don't feel like it's going to be anything good. <laughs> No, for real, because he wasn't under terrible. he wasn't under any indictment. He wasn't underneath any right? you know, prosecution. He could have left. Like yeah, he actually could have left for real. Scrubbed his whole self of you know whatever. But he was he he was a slave to he was a slave to the pussy. Like that's just all it was. Like that his sexual thirst is he was like a vampire for the young coochie. Like there you, know, you go. Like, <laughs> He's a vampire who needs a hymen. He needs them young as possible. <laughs> yes, you know, absolutely. That's what it was. He's a vampire. For the, he's a high vampire. You know, like, he's <laughs> That's what he was, like, if you really think about it. I wonder how he's going to do in prison then. If he doesn't kill himself, I wonder how he's going to do. He's going to... He's, he's I think gonna, he's going to come out reformed. Reformed? I, what the fuck reformed? He's probably going to die in that bitch. Like, reformed? I say reform because he hasn't had coochie in how long? He hasn't had coochie in how long? Unless the female guards are giving to him, which is a possibility. Listen, if he ain't had, it ain't even been that long. Maybe for him it might be so long. He probably giving, he probably getting that ass. You know what the hell, man? That motherfucking all right, Kelly, y'all. Somebody giving him that. But this is why I say reform because he wants sex one way or another, but. Having to fuck older chicks may put him back on the right track. Like, I don't know what I was doing fucking all these young ass girls. Okay, what well, if he's old... not fucking young guys that come in there? Supposedly he's supposed to be getting like a terrible Wow. Terrible that would be horrible. The Pied okay. Piper piping young niggas. Ugh. I mean, listen, check this out. He turned a girl into a boy. You know, did you see that part of the little 
a lifetime. I'm ready to tell my life special. Like he turned a girl into a boy. She was like a girly, regular girl. And when her mama finally was able to rescue her, she was like wearing basketball shorts and a t-shirt, low cut hair, like buzz cut, and like a little uh, afro type shit. She had. So he made a homie out of a. He made a homie out of a girl. That's that's disturbing. That's disturbing. Yeah, he turned into like a little stud, you know. So it was just like he probably had her strapping up and had him, you know, had her doing all kinds of just stuff that people say that they they they, they say that they just cannot talk about. They say I I cannot. They say I I know what it is. I haven't blocked it from my memory, but I cannot bring myself to time to say the things that I was made to do. So sounds like baby. You can only lead you to believe. He did some really sick, nasty stuff. You feel me? Like, when it comes down to having sex, there's some things that a lot of people ain't scared to say. Oh, I ate his ass, or he made me eat his ass, or he made me eat some girl ass, or eat her out, or whatever. It's not, you know, that's that. But when it comes down to, like, some real demon shit or whatever, that's what people are, like, not wanting to say. So he did that on a times a, a hundred level. Like, I can't even ask you that. <laughs> And on another take a break from his nationals to hear from E B one more time. A black man already did it already. Uh I've got his name, I think Bianca Russell, I've got his name. Uh he did it years ago as a dude for our uh got for Arcade and Bill Cobb got prosecuted. He was in, uh he was before though and they were trying to prosecute him and he got about the US and went to the Middle East. Wait, wait, are you talking about Roman Polanski uh E B because Roman Polanski, he's in France. He did that weird shit, but he went to France, and France won't extradite him. They will not extradite him. Try the other one. Let's see what else. All right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Russell Simmons. Look him up. When he the one sold his house and went to uh went to the Middle East. Russell Simmons. Look him up. He was R. Kelly before uh and uh, but he got about in the country before the dad died him. Wait, yeah, did he say Simmons. Russell Simmons? Yeah, Russell Simmons sat down on everything, though. Russell Simmons sat down from being CEO from, like, all his shit, like, all Def Jam records and all that shit or whatever. Um, Russell Simmons knew it was coming. I can say, oh, no, but did he really leave? Is he not in the U.S. anymore? I thought he was in the U.S. I didn't think he left. I mean, if he did, then damn, that's news to me. That's new. I never heard of that. Yeah, it's news to me, too, but I do know that he stepped down from, you know, the... the, the he stepped down for all of this shit, yeah. Yeah, stepped down for all of them. I mean, oh, I'm going to be real with you, though. I mean, uh, look, I'm going to be real. With, with Russell Simmons, that one hurt. That one really, really hurt. Because no. R. Kelly, he was not... R. Kelly wasn't trying to correct his behavior. He was going to keep doing it forever and ever and ever. Russell Simmons did some shit 30 years ago. And this is allegedly because I read the... You know, I read what was supposedly to have transpired. And I was like, bro, hold up. So he did this. Did this, air quotes, 32 years ago. And she's coming to say it now. Okay, cool. But one, the stories aren't matching up. Two, she continued to work from after the thing went down. Then he hung out afterwards at Christmas party. I'm like, bro, I'm not saying he couldn't have done it. And I'm not saying that she, but I'm saying this doesn't fly right for me. The money dried up. That's the explanation for everything. Because if everything was still kosher and there's one variable that changes out somewhere, it's the money. The money, you know, the money changes things up always. That's true. But Russell's never been broke. Russell Simmons has never been uh, broke. Probably never been broke, but probably was tired of being extorted. Okay, could have been. I mean, listen, anything's possible. But the I, I but I liked Russell Simmons as he was always trying to make himself better. Maybe he was a deviant behind closed doors. This is absolutely a motherfucking possibility. But from what I saw, 
from him in his pursuit of yoga, from his pursuit of veganism, from his pursuit of trying to better himself, I was like, damn, like, he's going to take a motherfucker down when he's trying to be better? Like, <laughs> Black people, we be like, hey, he gonna vegan and do a yoga. He maybe say he that's good for you. Yeah, that black is he's right. Yeah, peace like he's gonna be demons. Okay, he looks like a fucking predator. He looks creepy as shit. Russell Simmons. He could be. He could be. He gets a creepy vibes. Let me tell you why. Because you know when um his brother Reverend had his show, Russell Simmons Russell Simmons seems a little um uh not as close as to his brother Reverend or whatnot. I mean they they are say they close and all that, but I don't. I don't really see it. They're not like really photographed a lot together. They're not really doing a lot of things together, you know. And is it because your brother's too much on the right side for you being a rev? Or do you think your That could be. Straight? You know, that like, could be. Like, you know what I'm saying? I see like somewhat of an aversion and in, in, uh, it's just maybe the outside looking in or whatever, but I don't always think that he was freaking seeing behind his ears or whatever. Like he looks like he looks like a perv, honestly, in my opinion. Like an old school look. He don't like a party like that. It's an older dude that just go by and give him a little young thing, you know? Or just, he, he ain't married. Well, I mean, his his wife before Kimora Lee, she was younger than him, a lot younger than him. Yeah, and after Kimora, he ain't really fucking around with nobody else after that. So, you know, he was doing some things. Look at Diddy. I mean, he ain't fucking with no little 17-year-old, but he's... He, no, no, no. Diddy always goes young. Diddy always goes young. He doesn't, he yeah. He's, I yeah. forgot, I'm cheering. Yeah. He always goes young, right? He's he doesn't do his own age, like he de- he definitely always goes young, legit. Yeah, I'm tripping, sure does. All right, we got one more from EB, and then I'm gonna wrap this up because I'm I want to upload this on my actual podcast, um, uh, my podcast oh. site on um, SoundCloud. Yeah, this is gonna be for I'm, I'm, I have a podcast called Brandom Thought, and I'm gonna put this on the episode. All right, that, baby, that's it. Yeah, so uh, so after this, I want you to lay out all your socials, but let's hear from EB, and then after that, I'm gonna get all your socials. Yeah, look it up. He sold his house. Like, it's literally, uh, it's a whole documentary talking about uh, Russell Simmons and about, uh, about being, uh, he looked guilty for moving. Like, is it some deep stuff? Like, he left. Like, he said he ain't gonna get me. I mean, dude, that's a double-edged sword. Do you stay or do you go? I'd rather look guilty for leaving than be guilty for staying. <laughs> no, facts. Facts, 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 really. Yeah, I'm I'm not fucking with it because they'd be like, Well, I didn't want to look guilty. Good job. Now your ass is in jail. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, just sitting in jail with my innocent ass. Like I'm glad I didn't move, because now I can be innocent <laughs> in jail. <laughs> like a real man should be. <laughs> oh oh man. but Dominic, drop your socials because I've I really enjoyed this. Drop your socials if you have any. All right, yeah, I'm on Instagram, dombomb5 underscores. That's dombomb5 underscores. I'm on Twitter. It's a fresh Twitter. I got uh, hacked out of my old one. It's dombomb, the mom underscore. Boom, that's who I am. And uh, that's it. That's all y'all get for right now. <laughs> Damn. All right, well, then <laughs> that's all y'all got. So the Instagram was dombomb5 underscore? Yep, 5 underscores. 5 underscore. So you guys... Holla at Dom Bomb. She's been killing it. It's been a dope-ass motherfucking episode. I've laughed. I've enjoyed myself. And uh, hopefully, Dom, you've enjoyed yourself, too. Hell yeah, Brandon. Anytime. You know, wake up with me and we'll chop it up. You know it. You know it. All right, cool. You have a dope-ass evening or morning or afternoon, wherever you are in the world. All right. Out of here. All right. Peace.
Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Always get at your boy on Brandom Thoughts at Outlook.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-O-M-T-H-O-U-G-H-T at Outlook.com. Also on the inst- Instagram, 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 that's Brandom Thoughts, all one word. Twitter is uh, Brandom Thoughts, I believe. And of course, Facebook, Brandom Thought. Hit me up. I'm here doing it. You guys got a thick old podcast, and I hope you guys appreciate it. All love, all day. Have a great-ass week. And remember, choose to do you to the best of your ability. Don't lack. Don't slack. Hit it all the way from the back. Uh, I'm sticking with that. Peace.